Hello, welcome to another episode of Playing Catch Up. I'm Tom Bailey and I'm joined once more by Tim Owen. Uh, the premise of the show is simple. Each week, Tim and I pick a game from each other's pile of shame. We go away and play it, come back the next episode and, and talk about it a bit. That's uh, about as complicated as it gets, so we'll we'll crack right on with it. Uh, last week, Tim, I picked Condemned for you. Um, it's a la- it was a launch title for the Xbox 360. Um, it kind of features first-person combat, but it is you know, not your typical FPS by any stretch of the imagination. It's... Um, developed by Monolith, who were also responsible for the first two Fear games, which I think I'm right in saying you were you were quite into. Yeah, that's right. Yep, very much so. Um, but but the main reason I picked this was we spoke a little bit last time about um, a couple of games that kind of scared us to the extent that we had to stop playing. I think for you it was Dead Space. For me, I mentioned Project Zero. Oh, and okay. Yep. I only ever played the opening half hour of, of uh, Condemned when it first came out, sort of the tail end of 2005. But yeah. From what I did play, I got the feeling that this could easily have turned out to be another one of those games. But um, I, I wonder whether that's the case or not. How did you find it? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can see where you're coming from saying that. Um, it's. I'll say straight away, it's nowhere near as um, scary as Dead Space or okay. um, Outlast or anything like that. The main reason for that, though, is probably how it's aged. Um, straight away, it's. You can t- you can see as soon as you start up, it's. It's in st- a lot of it's standard definition, like the menus, and they really they really stand out as being. Okay. Um, you not you you kind of don't realise how much things co- things have come on in the last ten years. Yeah, and this game's nine years old. Yeah, so you kick off. It starts. You start off in a car, and it's, it does actually look quite nice to begin with because the the lighting in it has aged well. It looks it looks it deals with darkness well. Yeah, um, and the torches look really nice. But um, as soon as you see the characters' faces and the way they walk, it all it all starts to look terribly aged, and you realise how much we've come on. Yeah, so it kicks off. You've uh, you follow this guy into a building, and you you come up, you come across this um, crime scene, and that's the basis of the game is that you're um, you're a investigative you're investigating murders basically, and uh, part of that involves you going onto crime scenes and analysing what's there. It's very basic, but it is quite unique and. Um, so yeah, so you go into this first crime scene and there's uh, a few mannequins there. Although it takes a took me a minute to realise because the the people in the game look like mannequins anyway. <laughs> um, it's yeah, like I say, it's not aged well at all. It's got its own unique feel for the first few minutes. Once you've once once you pass that, you get attacked just out of nowhere, pretty much. And then suddenly there's guys coming at you from all angles and it feels very familiar to a lot of games. It feels quite creepy. Um, it's it's a lot of silence in the game, which I do like. I like games which use silence so you can hear footsteps, etc. Yeah. Um, it's not especially creepy though. It's um, it's not it's not aged very well. So the basis of the game then, it's, uh, it's all centred around hand-to-hand combat. And it does this surprisingly well. And it's that says particularly well more than anything else, really. The problem with it is that in between those fights, which are cool and enjoyable, there's a lot of walking around, and it feels quite jarring. Um, Samey environments and quite sporadic the fighting is. So there's a lot of a lot of dull moments between the fun, basically. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. um, it's particularly fun once you get a taser. It's very early on, and say you get attacked by two enemies, you can tase one, um, knock his mate, and then go back to the tased guy and knock him down and it works it works nicely it works really nicely and then about um another hour in guns start appearing and um i'll say it reminded me quite a lot of hotline miami i don't know if you've played that game yeah uh i have yeah yeah oh okay yeah so you, your guns are getting involved so a guy's there with a shotgun you tase him 
he can nick his shotgun and then you blast him away and then his mate as well and it feels great it's like it happens in about five seconds of action it feels brilliant it's actually i actually wonder if it inspired hotline miami at all because it's um as soon as you've shot those guys you're pretty much getting rid of the gun because it's useless then oh okay uh, yeah. which is very similar to hotline miami yeah yeah so you, you carry on uh unfortunately those battles are few and far between from the part of the game i saw a lot of the game is wandering around and i also found myself getting lost quite often how much of that is down to me being stupid i don't know um <laughs> i think part of it though is the environments look very very samey um it's also quite feels quite um what's the word i'm after well it's it's got a lot of key sections as in oh you need to sl- you need a sledgehammer to get past this door so you've got to go traipsing back through the level looking for a sledgehammer right okay and it feels quite um i still can't get the words <laughs> a bit forced yeah um and as 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 time went on and as much as i enjoyed the combat i was it was outweighed by the um the areas of wandering around and looking for things and i didn't find, think it flowed very well i think games have come on quite well in that respect don't get me wrong i think a lot of games hold your hand too much i do like a game to respect the player and expect things of you yeah. but at the same time i think it needs to be designed in a way to push you in a direction and um to not not have you wandering around and um just just looking for keys and things it's pretty boring <laughs> what about you did you play a lot of it or no uh it probably only half an hour 40 minutes or so um okay and i think from memory i i got it at launch with my xbox um but i bought a bunch you know quite a few games and i think i played a bit of everything and something else just caught my interest and it it ended up sort of going sort of slipping through the cracks a little bit but i just do yeah. remember the mannequin bit you you talked about which is something that definitely creeped me out at the time i, I oh, take okay. your point probably if it's if it's aged as badly as you say then maybe it doesn't really have the same effect now that was that was pretty cool right at the start of the game you go on this crime scene and there's um part of it as a mannequin's been hacked up by this murderer which you're chasing um that's moves on to a bad bit actually because you, you you catch up to the guy and it's all it's so hammy and it's not creepy it's just it's just rubbish it's just yeah. stupid yeah um unfortunately the atmosphere isn't isn't held very well monolith uh i have i was keen on this game actually because i was i'm a big fan of the fear one and two yeah as you've mentioned and uh particularly the second game i, I just really enjoyed it i think the combat's so meaty and this game is similarly meaty it's they they're good at visceral stuff that those guys i think they've i think they um they got that spot on basically it's just mm. a shame about the rest of the game to be honest <laughs> i didn't it didn't grab me so you, you mentioned uh kind of throwing away the guns like with like my is i take it there's no kind of ammo uh to pick up and things like that then so as soon as you've spent the, the ammo in a gun then that that's it that's right yeah okay. it's uh it's a nice little feature really i do i do enjoy that it means that you've you spend most of your time with melee weapons which is absolutely fine it's mm. a nice change and when you do get a gun you know you have to make every shot count so you you're not just blasting everyone you're just sort of really picking your shots and being careful and it's 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 a nice it's got a nice feel to it i know some other games have done that hmm. but um i think this this did this used it well definitely and uh you mentioned the taser there as well it's that's underused in games i remember um i don't know if you ever played it but the first siphon filter game had a brilliant taser in that i did play it. i don't remember though yeah i, I really enjoyed that first one but um but yeah <laughs> there's there's not many games that use it it's a satisfying weapon to use definitely it is excellent in this game you taste someone and they just sort of 
it's like a, it's like in a cartoon they go <laughs> and they're just slow it's it's really funny and it pretty much doesn't stop being funny either but um yeah it's 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 also brutal as well it's like you you'll be doing that and then you'll hit him and it, it feels very very meaty um i would re- i recommend the combat wholeheartedly in this i just can't recommend the rest of the game mm. I mean, you you mentioned the um the graphics obviously aging uh, quite considerably if you hadn't have been sort of persevering with the game for this would that have put you off it completely or, or does that not really bother you it does it does it doesn't it doesn't i've played a lot of games that don't look great but at the same time it's um the movement in this feels horrible it feels really jarring and um doesn't feel like you're walking it just feels like it feels like you're walking through treacle basically mm. and there's a and to run in this game this is one of the most stupid things ever. You have to hold the stick down. You know how you click this in most games you click the stick and it sends you into a run yeah. until you let go. Yeah. In this one you have to click it and hold it in to keep running right. and it just it's just a t- real terrible decision. Yeah. And I know it was very early in the Xbox 360's life so they probably just didn't, you know, it's something that was learned early on. Yeah. Other companies all copied um the the click to run. Yeah. Um so yeah, so you can't you can't really hold it against it, but it is it's it's jarring definitely. No real desire to play the sequel then. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's inferior, so oh, I'm, really, I've, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Is that what you've heard or? Yeah, it's similarly, I think yeah, a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, predict- predictably enough, I've got both of them sat on my shelf um, to play at some point, but I, you've not really inspired me to to pick it up. Although the combat does sound interesting, uh, like you say, there's been a couple of games in the past that, that have reportedly done that well that I haven't played. I think there's. One called Breakdown, maybe on the original Xbox, which was yeah, I've of, heard of that, yeah, yeah, and I think Xenoclash is supposed to be, I think, um, hand-to-hand combat as well. Yeah, that's uh, one of the ones on my list. Oh, um, really? Okay. I've not, I've, yeah, I've not really, I've not given it a go. So yeah. I do find them interesting. Um, yeah. I think there is a huge problem though in that the first person, in a first-person view, it's very hard to get um, perspective, mm. and obviously because it's a two D image. It's hard to know exactly how far away things are sometimes. So you'll throw a punch and you'll think you'll be wondering why it didn't connect, and that's purely because it's it's the two D panel that you're looking at. Yeah. Um, so I think it can be an issue with a lot of melee games, melee based games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's unfortunately that's about all I've got to say. No, no worries at all. I've got I've got plenty to say about my game. So uh, okay, you you picked uh, Red Faction Armageddon for me. Um, did you want to just kind of go over briefly why why you picked it? Yeah, sure, I will. Yeah, um, so it's the it's the sequel to the um, critically acclaimed Red Faction Guerrilla, yeah, which was a 3D open world game set on Mars, um, and its one and its selling point really was the destruction aspect of it, as in buildings, bridges, etc., would fall apart realistically. Yeah, and it works. It works very, very well. It works really well, and um, that game. Uh, like I say, it was a 3D. It was sorry, it was an open world. Um, whereas this game, the sequel, is very linear. Yeah. As in, there's there's pretty much no room for you to go off the off the track which it's set for you. Um, and I enjoyed it, but I want to see if you did. Yeah, well, just just to touch on uh, Gorilla there, as you say, I, I think I mentioned it in the last episode, but I I absolutely adored that game. Yeah, uh, there's definite flaws there, and some bits of it were were pretty annoying. The driving was wasn't. You know the handling on the, the vehicles wasn't very good, and might be, but that, that those distractible environments and the way you could pretty much approach those missions however you wanted, um, I just I just loved it. 
And somehow I got my wires crossed completely with Armageddon. Um, I'd obviously heard that they ditched the open world aspect and gone, like you say, for a more linear kind of corridor shooter. Yeah. But somehow, um, in my mind, that switch kind of... I thought it also meant that they completely kind of abandoned the um, destructible environments. Oh, okay. Which I suppose, in hindsight, is is pretty stupid because the whole the whole franchise is is around the kind of geomod system with the, with the destructible yeah. environments. But yeah, for some reason, I thought they they ditched that completely, and that's why I'd kind of I picked it up cheap to get, have a go one day, but um, I'd never really been compelled to pick it up. But you know. Pretty much as soon as I turned it on, it was clear that that wasn't the case. The first thing you're asked to do is kind of smash through a wall with like a massively oversized hammer, which is <laughs> yeah. one of the more fun weapons in Gorilla. Um, and from there on in, it's pretty clear that the um, the destructible environment is very much at the core of the game. It's a, it's a third-person shooter, uh, and it's incredibly generic in its approach in, in many, many ways. But, yeah, yeah. but that ability to toy around with the game world does set it apart um, from, from its peers, really. Uh, and when it comes to the combat, which is obviously the main focus of the game, it, it's entirely what you make of it, really. The majority Absolutely. of the weapons feel nice and meaty, and it, and it throws new weapons at you often enough to keep the combat from, from getting too stale. But if you run around with the assault rifle and the shotgun for most of the game, I, I think the game would get old very fast. Yep. Um, yep. But if you mix it up and utilise some of the more inventive weapons that they, they give you, then you'll have an absolute blast, or at least I did. And and the essential weapon uh, in that respect to get the most out of the game is the magnet gun. Yeah, could not agree more. It's just incredible. You know, uh, for those who haven't played it, um, it's kind of a two-shot system. So the first shot... Uh, I'm really fire... glad you said... Sorry to cut in. I was glad you said that because um, I actually meant to say to you last week, make sure you use the magnet gun. Oh, really? So I'm really yeah. happy that you did. Yeah. Because a lot of people will never use that gun at all. Yeah, I, I admit, I, I, I played around with it for a little bit and then went back to the kind of tried and trusted weapons, but it, it started to get a bit stale. And then I started experimenting a little bit more with it. But but yeah, it's it's incredible. So yeah, the, the, the first shot kind of fires a magnet that will attach itself either to the environment or to an enemy if you want. And then the second shot will fire an anchor that that, that magnet that you previously fired is instantly attracted to. So for instance, you can attach a magnet to the strut of a building and then fire the anchor at an enemy over the other side of the room. And what will happen is obviously the strut will, will fly at the enemy and, and kill it, and and the collateral damage from the from the building falling down will also um, kind of hurt other enemies in, in the vicinity. And yeah. it's, it's this kind of chaos that just makes the game. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Um, I, I take it that was the kind of main pull for you as well, was it? Yeah, I'm... Uh... I'm surprised you enjoyed it this much. I was expecting you not to, but uh, I don't, thought don't I was. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to get onto something. Oh right, there's, okay, there's a lot okay. wrong with the game. There's a so lot it's wrong with the the but the magnet gun you were pretty yeah. pretty much taken with. Okay, yeah. no, I absolutely agree. I think that if anybody um, isn't enjoying, if anyone's an hour in and they're hating it, just try using the magnet gun on its own and just see if you change your mind. But yeah, that's 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 all I got to say at the minute. But yeah, you yeah. carry on. Um, I mean, alternatively, you can even. Um, attach a magnet to an enemy and then fire you know an anchor at the ceiling have them, you know have them flung across the, the yeah. map or even into another enemy you know it's it just there's a lot of a lot of different things you can do with it um and, and a downside to that is that you'll you'll often destroy a pathway that you need to use to progress yeah. um but those are fixable and it's done quite nicely but what you end up using is is what has got to be one of the most ridiculously named items I've, I've come across <laughs> in games, the repair grenade, which is, which is pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, the destructibility aspect is a lot of fun. Um, and 
as I say, it's a good job because it papers over some of the biggest cracks you're likely to find in this kind of game. Yep. Um, you know, name an action game cliche, and this will pretty much check every single box. Um, you've got a cookie cutter hero with a snarky attitude, uh, a gruff voiced kind of um, superior barking orders at you, exploding barrels everywhere you look, turret sections, uh, inex- inexplicable minecart rides. Um, <laughs> it lengthens the game with needless kind of fetch quests and um, towards the end. And, and, and there's plenty more wrong with it as well. You know, the, the enemy design I thought was a little bit uninspired. Uh, the first ones I came across just reminded me of like a He-Man villain from the eighties cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, the AI isn't brilliant on the enemies. Um, and, and as you've mentioned, going from the open world of gorilla to the kind of the dark corridors of, of Armageddon is, is quite telling the, the environments are pretty dull or at least they would be, you know, if you couldn't wreck everything in your path in, 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 you know, in a pretty impressive way. Um, yeah. and also the, you know, God, the, the script is, is just <laughs> so dumb, uh, kind of generic action movie stuff. And I, to the extent that I kept changing my mind as to whether it's just the lowest common denominator kind of cliche-ridden script or whether it's deliberately kind of spoofing po-faced action films and games. I, I don't think it is. No, no. I, I, mean, I would I, not I, give I it that much credit at all. No. But but there's like one, one exchange where um, the hero just sort of says, oh, you know, he's getting chewed out by the colonel. And he sort of says, oh, with all due respect, colonel, and then punches him out. It's just like, <laughs> it's like the kind of the Simpsons parody of action films and stuff. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. And um, that kind of was kind of heightened by some of the audio logs that are scattered around as well. Like stuff like, you know, some bloke saying, you know, oh, only one week till retirement. I can't wait to get off this rock. And, you know, a guy leaving a message from his son. Oh, I'll be back real son, real back real soon. Can't wait to see you and mom, you know, and, and those audio logs are next to a dead body kind of thing. It's just like... Oh, you've yeah. seen it hundreds of times before. Um, I mean, like I say, there are a huge amount of negatives. And if someone does go through it without using that magnet gun or, or one or two of the other weapons, then I could see why people would put it down after an hour because it's, oh, yeah. you know, it's so generic and, and uninspired apart from that. Uh, there are a couple of other things going for it. You know, there's whenever you sort of destroy buildings, um, you get salvage to pick up, which... You can use to upgrade, you, you know, like skills and, and uh, things like that. Uh, it's pretty limited, but, but you know, it does just bring a little bit of variety to it. Um, it also takes the route marker idea from Dead Space, um, which I know you said you find yourself getting lost a bit and condemned. Yeah. Um, with this, you kind of click in the, the stick and... Um, uh, sorry, that's in Dead Space, you click in the stick. If you press select here and um, it will just give you your route to the next objective. Yeah. I found that really useful. I mean, I've mentioned before, I like to sort of search around for any kind of audio logs or any of those collectible kind of things. So that for me was the place to go last, you know, where the, where the, the thing was, was pointing, but for someone who just wants to get through the game, um, yeah. that that's obviously really useful. I, I thought it did outstay its welcome, um, a little bit towards the end. Um, okay, yep. it went on perhaps a couple of hours too long. As I say, it kind of artificially extended, um, you know, it says you've got to get to a certain place, then you get there and you need a battery to get a lift working or something, you know, it's just yeah. pretty silly, but, um, but no, I mean, that kind of chaotic combat was enough to get me through the game. It, it, you know, it, it's not enough to stop it from being pretty average in every other respect, but it's <laughs> yeah. definitely worth checking out for for that alone, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Oh, one other odd side effect. It's nothing to do with the game itself, but it did playing this did confirm my suspicions that for some reason, I don't know why, but I've changed my preferences for, you know, do you invert luck? Like, do you? No. No. I've always done that. 
always done that. And um, I was playing a game a couple of months ago and felt, oh, I'm not really sure whether this is, is controlling right. And the start of this game, it's a bit like Halo, so it will ask you to instinctively look up and mm. then take whatever you press as your as your input for up. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I don't know. It's nothing to do with the game whatsoever, but um, for some reason my preference in that has changed overnight and I have no idea what's happened to my brain. I find that really strange. Yeah. I thought that was like a hardwired thing. Yeah, for exactly. I don't, I don't get it at all. But, if, um, I'm, if I'm playing a flight simulator... Yeah, I will have it inverted. Yeah, um, I know I th- the odd person who doesn't, but I think that is weird to not have a flight simulator. Inverted. Oh, definitely, yeah. But I think that's but, where it stemmed from originally. It's like that. I yeah. got used to doing that. But yeah, I can't explain that at all. But yeah, sorry, it's completely unrelated. Nothing no, to the game, no really. it's quite interesting. I don't. I, I I find it odd that you've changed. That's yeah, very weird. So, but... Something wrong with me, clearly. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you weirdo. But yeah, Red Faction Armageddon, it's it's an incredibly rough uh, diamond. If di- Diamond's probably too strong a word. Yeah, yeah. it's not a diamond. No. I don't think it's a diamond. Um, so are you done or...? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. That sounded pretty rude. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'll tell you what, what I thought about it, why I picked it, etc. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know, but this was absolutely slated on release. And there was a lot of um, threads on forums on, you know, what's gone wrong with this game? Why isn't it what we were promised, etc. Yeah. And quite famously, um, the aliens in the game were shoehorned in. They, the um, publisher asked them to put it in. I think this is true. I might be talking crap, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. <laughs> um, the aliens were shoehorned in. They were asked. They asked to put them in specifically. And I, I, I think um, this is actually worked out for the game. It's actually a better game for it. And the reason I say that, I find the aliens more fun to fight in this than I find the humans. Yeah. Um, and I think as the game goes on, it the as as you've brought out, the destruction is massively impressive. It really is. And as the game goes on, the buildings get bigger. And the when you pull a building down, it, it never fails to look great. Mm. Um, I think you didn't mention the controls in the game. Can I ask, did you use a controller for it? Or did yeah, you use I your played mouse it on or? PC, but I used a 360 pad. Yeah, you know when you press the left trigger, did it sort of snap to enemies, or did it? Did you have to aim it? No, it snapped. Yeah. Yeah, and I I thought that was a really good decision. It was I normally would not like that at all, mm. but I thought in this game it's so fast paced. Yeah. That snap really suits it, and you still have to sort of move your right cursor to get headshots and to I don't know. It's, it doesn't do everything for you. It still feels like there's skill involved. Yeah. But I think it was really, it was a really good decision. It's it's kind of similar to Crackdown in that respect. It's not quite as rigid as Crackdown mm. as the aiming in that, but it is it uses a similar sort of snap to. Um, and what yeah, and, and I felt as the game went on, you get you you're upgrading your powers. And I don't know, did you enjoy the um the the power on the RB button where it sort of does a shock wave? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there was three different ones you could kind of um you could put up a shield which I never used. Um, yeah. One that was kind of, I think, kind of pushed people back. One that kind of raised them up in the air, and then you could shoot them. Uh, yeah, in close quarters. That's the one I used the most. Um, there's, there's, there's three that I thought were brilliantly fun to use. Yeah. And there's, there's the one where you don't press any. You just press the RB button. It was like a shock wave in front of you. Yeah, I loved doing that whenever I was like surrounded. Yeah. Um, there was one where you get, yeah, you lift all the enemies into the air, and yeah. I thought if you, if you get a few of the big characters together and lift them up in the air it gives you a few seconds to sort of 
take them out or decide what you're going to do next. Yeah. And then the last one was the um, the berserk mode. Did you use that? That's the one. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I was forgetting. Yeah, yeah. That one. That one's loads of fun because it um, you get that upgraded and each kill it basically. If you, it's encouraging you to keep um, keep the pace up. I thought it works really well. It feels intense. Yeah, because if, um, if you max that one out, you get infinite ammo on the weapon you're using as well, and yeah. for the duration of the berserk. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and um, I thought what it all built up to. Um, it reminded me of two games in particular. Um, I don't know if you ever played any of the Dynasty Warriors games, did you? not for longer than a few minutes at a time. No, I I completely understand why most people hate them. (laughs) Um, And also the section in Halo 3 where you're fighting, you go sort of uh, underground and you're fighting aliens for about two hours straight. I think most people hated it. And I remember the first time I played it, I hated it. But then I sort of thought of it as a bug extermination mission. (laughs) And the reason I brought those two games up is you're basically clearing a map out. um, uh, What's the word I'm after? I can't get my words today. You be, yeah, you basically you're clearing the red off a map. And yeah. that's what it is. And it's similar to this game. It's kind of I don't know, I find it quite therapeutic in a way, I suppose. Mm. Um you go into an area, there's it's full of enemies and you have to take them out. And I think this game's better than those two for the reason that it has the spawning um sort of beacons. Um so you you've got your radar, which I think works really well mm. by the way. And it sh- and on that you'll see little circles, and they represent the spawning areas where the enemies come from. So yeah. you have to, you obviously have to um, prioritize those. So the game suddenly becomes about getting over to those as quickly as you can, so to keep the number of enemies down. Yeah. Um, and I felt as the game went on, they became more and more challenging and better, and I, I really enjoyed them. To really, to be honest, um, and I felt that the, the the controls and everything was perfect. It was. I felt. You know, one with my character is a, sounds an awful way of putting it, but um, yeah, I don't. I it just it really resonated with me that did. I really enjoyed sort of clearing those areas out. Yeah. Um, and everything you brought up, all your criticisms, I agree with every single one. But it doesn't stop for me this being a game I really enjoy playing, and I've played through it I think three times. Oh really? And yeah, yeah. and I skip it. I skip the cutscenes; they're absolutely terrible. <laughs> I just blast through the game really quickly, and the game retains all your powers each time you play. Yeah. So when you play, you, you know you're nicely nice and powered up, um, and you can increase the difficulty. So you play through on hard, and it, it's a bigger challenge. So it's it's actually more replayable than um, than most games for me. For yeah. most people, they'll probably play it once and forget they ever played it, and and it's completely average in every way. But I think um, it excelled in controls and also that clearing out areas. I think that was done really well. Yeah, no, I, so, I completely agree with you on the the kind of point you made about the beacons because you can't just sit back and and try and funnel them through and take them out one or two at a yeah. time. It, it throws you know loads of them at you at the, at the same time, and as you say, if you don't go in there and, and kind of destroy those nests. Um, they're only going to keep coming. Um, so yeah, no, there's definitely adds adds a challenge that that yeah, it's it's just something a bit different that you you can't just sit back and. And, and it on. also, uh, I'm sure everybody hates this in games respawning enemies mm. that, that just endlessly respawn until you go past the Call of Duty is the worst. Oh for yeah. It. Um, you, until you go past an invisible barrier, enemies just will just keep spawning. This game doesn't have it. It has these. It instead has these. Um, the what's the word i don't know <laughs> these squ- these spawn pods that's yeah. probably it and you have to destroy them and and to stop them spawning but you feel completely you're in control and you you know the controls work excellently and you know 
you know exactly what you need to do and you've got all the powers at your disposal. Um, I just really enjoyed it. There's one other thing I wanted to bring up as well. Did you enjoy any of the vehicle sections in the game? I, I did. Um, I thought there was perhaps a few too many of them. Yeah. Um, yeah that... I liked that it threw it in there early um, rather than just saving it for the end, which is what games will traditionally do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there ended up being sort of four or five of them. Yeah. Um, which which I thought it overplayed that card a little bit. But no, the first couple of times, um, it, it the did... best one's the walker, isn't it? The, yeah. The um, it, you, you you press a button and it sort of storms forward, and then suddenly you realise that you can walk through through walls with it because yeah. it's stupidly powerful. Yeah. And it is. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, it is overused. I think you, I do agree with that. And I think the game, despite being was it 10 hours long it's got quite a lot of fat on it it's it's pretty ridiculous really yeah. Yeah. Uh, for a game so short it should it should just be um sort of it, it should be a, a constant level throughout but it does have dips yeah it's uh it's it's far from a great game but um yeah i don't, I don't know it's I, for some reason i really enjoy it so i mean having played through it three times i take it you managed to blast it pretty quickly did you this last time oh yeah it's probably like Four four and a half hours yeah. something like that. It's 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 very it's short really. Oh, it's and the, and the, the the more you play it, the better you get at it. So it just yeah. feels you feel like a bit of a ninja really playing <laughs> it. Yeah. Excellent. That's about it. Okay. Right then, I guess uh, on to next week's games. Um, it's going to be a bit of a handheld special uh, next week for a couple of reasons. I'm on holiday, so I can only really realistically play on, play on a handheld. Um, and you're getting a Vita tomorrow, so you've got a load of what PlayStation Plus backlog, I suppose. Yeah, loads. So, do you want to kick off and and say what you've picked for me? Yeah, I'm going for Ninja Gaiden Sigma. Did oh, you ever man. play the original? No, no, no. Okay. Um, it's for a while. It was probably my favourite game. Yeah. Um, and I've I'm actually really looking forward to playing it again because I get because obviously I'll get it um tomorrow. Yeah. Um getting stuck into it it's i think it's um it has a mode on it like an easy mode now i think it's been added in to sigma so i i don't know if i, I probably would recommend you to go for that because i i remember struggling with a game it isn't particularly easy yeah. i think it's um got an unfair reputation for being hard though by people who weren't willing to sort of learn the systems of the game mm. so i think the main tip for you is to basically hold the lock but the lock button the block button almost all the time yeah because you're generally unless you get thrown you're indestructible when you're blocking okay so it's it's a great a great thing to remember is just to hold block down and that's pretty much it really okay yeah no it's um it's one of those games i think i mentioned either in the first or second episode that um this type of game along with dark souls which obviously i, I you asked me to play through uh, in a previous episode just daunt me massively um, yeah i would like... this is nowhere near as daunting as dots okay like it's it's nowhere near it's i think the first boss in the game is particularly tricky yeah and it's a bit of a misstep to make him that hard so i wouldn't you know look at a video if you're struggling sure because yeah. it's a bit yeah. unfair to put that that early but um after that it's pretty plain sailing for a while after that um yeah so give it a go see what you think cool excellent okay i shall crack on with it um for you, I've picked Soul Sacrifice. Okay, I don't know if you know anything about it. I've, I was very, I'm, I am very interested in it. I know it's a bit of a boss rush game, isn't it, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's kind of a, a third person arena brawler. Um, right. I had a very different opinion of what it was. Um, I've only 
probably played three or four hours of it, but um, it's it, yeah, it's very different to what I was expecting. It, um, I won't I won't say too much, but yeah, it's kind of an arena brawler, and it's um, kind of Inafune's the, the main guy behind it who had a hand in you know Resident Evil and Omanusha and the Mega Man games. So okay. it, it's I know that it, again, similarly to a couple of games I've picked for you before, it's split opinion quite quite hugely. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it, it might potentially be something you get on with, but I, I'd be interested. Is to it see. all? Um, is it all real time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's a that's a bonus. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a go. Definitely. Okay. Cool. Um, well, that's it then. Um, thanks very much for listening. As ever, get hold of us uh, on Twitter if you like uh, at Catch Up Pod. Um, thanks to those few of you who who have been in touch so far. But yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you again soon. Bye. Yeah. See ya. I <laughs> will